what is the working world going to look like post-pandemic? Um, Monday to Friday, eight hours a day with weekends off, right? That's been the template for the working world for decades. Now, do you, do you actually know how that started, where that came from? It was Henry Ford. He shut down his assembly lines on Saturdays and Sundays back in 1926, and it spread from there. It became law in the 40s in most places, uh, and we've just been following Henry's plan ever since. For the most part, maybe it's time for a rethink. So let's talk about that. We're going to chat about the five-day work week. Is it past due? Linda Nazareth joins us. She's an economist and host of the Work and Future podcast. Linda, thank you for joining us again today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I think we should understand, because I'm going to get a bunch of texts um, saying, well, I don't work 9 to 5, I don't work Monday to Friday. I understand that. The work world has changed for a lot of us, and very few people do that. But still, we're built around that 40-hour, 5-day work week for the most part, Linda. Well, we are and we are not. I think we were, maybe up to the 60s or 70s. But for sure, in the last couple of decades, for people who are not paid by the hour, it's become a much more fluid situation where you're kind of expected to be on call for longer than that, uh, sometimes over weekends. And certainly with the pandemic, I think the borders have gotten a little bit blurred, too. So it's not exactly the 9 to 5. You know, where they've tried the experiment on the uh, four-day work week, we've heard a lot about Iceland. And that was under very different conditions. Those were unionized workers, and their society is a little bit different, and it's tallied differently. So I'm really cautious of applying their results to North America. It was was government employees, basically, right? That's what they were doing? Yes. Yeah, it was, I believe it was all government, but they were certainly all unionized. You know, I I know in in our industry, there's, I mean, obviously we're on five days a week, so not everybody can do it, but there are people who have moved to four-day work weeks. Um, It's become more common. It's certainly been something that's been discussed for some time. Obviously, having the extra day off is, is the key benefit here, right? That's the attractor. It is. I mean, it really depends on what you have the other four days. It's done quite often in the medical field. You see nurses working that, that, but they work 12-hour shifts. Yeah. And it's a question whether you want to have 12 hours at other jobs. Productivity would drop off a ton, I think, in a lot of cases. If you're talking about four days but not increasing the hours, I think that one's a very hard sell in North America. You're basically asking people yeah, to do less and get paid the same. Yeah, exactly. That's not going to work. And, you know, I mean, I know in Alberta, We've got a lot of listeners who have worked nine to five, Monday to Friday means nothing to them. They fly in and out of camp uh, around right. the, the oil rigs and stuff like that. They work seven on, three off, kind of, all kinds of weird different combinations. So um, do, you, do you expect that that kind of flexibility is only going to increase now as we've seen the way that we can change the way we work because of the pandemic? You know, I do think we're going to have more options. I think that's... It's nice that we're having a discussion about the four-day work week. That's a possibility. Uh, working remotely is a possibility. Perhaps working as a contractor is a possibility. Now, working on contract, being there for three months, and perhaps going to a different contract after that, another possibility. We've had this kind of rigid model, yeah. the nine-to-five, stay-one place for a long time to retirement. It's been coming apart for years. And now with the pandemic, with us realizing we can do things different ways, we can try options. Some of them are going to be attractive to workers, like maybe the four-day work week. Some of them aren't, like maybe having more contractors 
But I think the next few years, we're going to be trying different permutations of this. So I, I think we have to get away from the idea of jobs. It'll be workers, not necessarily jobs that you keep for a long time. Right. Uh, and it'll be all different you know, iterations of it. And it's going to have to be, I think you may, the, that's the key point to me, is like you say, it's going to be almost individualized in, in a lot of ways because, yes. you know, a lot of people would jump all over a four-day work week and they would love it. For me, I, I wouldn't want that just because of the kind of person that I am, the routine, the structure, being involved for five days keeps me in tune with what I'm doing. Um, being away for three days would just mean that much more catch-up. I'd be more out of touch. You know what? F- like, for some people, I think working five days is perfectly fine. They probably really enjoy it and it works out well for them. You know, and that's true, although we have to start take, thinking about other things as well. One is climate and uh, commuting and all that. And commuting, right? Does it do anything great for the roads to have everybody on there at the same time? We know we have more accidents when everybody works the same hours. If you could even stagger hours, you'd have fewer road yeah, accidents. Yeah. So, you know, you have to put those considerations into place, too. And I think we will more and more the next few years because we know we don't have to go to work to use a computer. You can have a computer at home. So the model that we base this on is not the same. What about, I mean, I guess the bottom line here, and I always believe if you treat your employees like adults and say, this is the job that I need you to do, and if they do it, who cares how many days or hours they work? You're paying them for the job. Um, But productivity, that's what we always hear about. What about productivity? What about productivity? Can we point to anything and say, you know what, productivity is actually increasing because we've made this change or because we're now more flexible? Does it show an increase in productivity or a decrease? Well, we've got studies all over this. I mean, if you look at just remote work, uh, we have some studies that show productivity goes way up. Others will say no. Managers will often say no, it doesn't. I, I can't work without everybody being here. Yeah. I mean, Netflix is a supposedly famously flexible workplace. They have unlimited vacation time. At the same time, their CEO has said, I want everyone back in the office you know, a couple of hours after they get jabbed in the arm. Well, you know, that's kind of a different view, but he felt that really people aren't able to function the same when they're not together working on teams. So and we're working a lot of things out, and then the four-day work week is one of them. I mean, the whole hours issue is huge. Yeah. If we're going to have people working hybrid, when are they in the office? When are they seeing their colleagues in the office? Do you mandate that? And the same thing, if you're going to have some people working longer hours, fewer days, how does that work? And, you know, I, I guess the bottom line here, Linda, to, to wrap this up, and we touched on it earlier. You, you can't apply a cookie-cutter approach anymore. You just can't. We, I mean, the work world has changed. Like, people are working shift work. People are working longer hours. People are working shorter days. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's going to be an entirely different model. It's going to be, it already is, in many cases, a hybrid. It is. And it's going to be interesting to see who gets what they want first. Yeah. There are talent shortages in some industries, and those workers are already saying you know, when and where they'll work. Others don't have that bargaining power, but it'll all kind of sort itself out over the next few years. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. Linda, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That is Linda Nazareth, who is um, the host of Work and the Future podcast.